0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to WitchCast. My name is Julia. I am the host to this amazing podcast. So today I have something very special for everybody. I have Mr. John A. Rice from JR Studio NYC with us. If you guys are unfamiliar with who he is, he is a wonderful person. He is a tarot card designer, and he is everything in between. So everyone want say hi to John. John, you Hello, hi-
1: everybody. Yeah, hi. hey, how's it going?
0: Perfect. Okay, so this episode, guys, we're going to be talking about tarot cards. We're going to be talking about designing one and how to kind of get every- the process going. So, uh, John, do you want to kind of go over who you are and what you're about?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, my name is John Rice, and I am an artist living in New York City. And I am currently about to launch my tarot deck called Mindscapes, a tarot panorama on Kickstarter.
0: Very cool. Okay, Um, John, before we get everything going, do you want to plug your social media outlets to the episode?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, You all can find me on Instagram at JARstudioNYC. And on Facebook, it's the same thing, JARstudioNYC. And my website is www.jarstudionyc.com.
0: Perfect. Okay, <laughs> so let's kind of, this interview process is always so fun. Um, let's start with how do you feel about the world of tarot? Um, how do you, like, immerse yourself into it? How, how do you kind of just, like, put yourself in the mindset of just building a deck?
1: Sure, sure. Well... Um, I was really fortunate, um, to have a mentor who was amazing and she had just this whole collection of decks. So when I was mentoring with her, I got to experiment with a ton of different decks and I got to see a ton of different artwork, um, and kind of really understand the imagery that I responded to the things that I didn't respond to. And, um, I, I will never forget the first time. I assume a lot of your listeners are, are very familiar with, with different tarot decks. Um, I will never forget the first time that I saw Herman Handel's tarot deck, the Handel Tarot. Are you familiar with that one?
0: I am not familiar, but I will definitely look it up because I am a tarot advocate and I love tarot cards.
1: Yeah, sure. Please look it up. Um, th- basically, Herman Handel's deck, each tarot card is like, its own individual oil painting. Mm -hmm. And they are so superb. They're literally, you could like walk into a museum and see each card hanging in a frame. And it's that was the first time that I ever realized that fine art could be tarot cards. And when I saw that, I was like, ah, that is what I want to do.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so amazing that you can kind of just identify that quickly with tarot decks and the artwork of kind of just the vision of it so um how do you feel about tarot cards in general are you a practitioner um do you kind of just like love the artwork and kind of identify with just like each card or how, how do you feel about the world of tarot
1: um I am a practitioner I do readings although um I don't really charge for my readings uh people have told me that I should but i I don't know. There's something about it that I feel is a is a very like personal connection that I'm making. So I like to do it with my friends. I like to do it with my family. Um, but for me, it's much more about like having a one-on-one with somebody. And in that way, like I get something out of it too. I feel like it's a conversation, a back and forth. And so in a way, I feel very weird charging people for it. I know that I, I probably really shouldn't, but it's just not really why I do it, you know?
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Um, yeah. So, yeah, I am a practitioner um and then also an appreciator of the art of the tarot. You know, there's so much nowadays, there's so many different decks. And I love seeing not only people's new takes on the deck like I did, like just totally off the wall, but um I like seeing how people reinterpret the traditional archetypes and the traditional imagery and how they kind of update it for our modern lives.
0: Yeah, cuz like I know there's so many various tarot decks that are just out there with their own perspective on how different artists feel about when they kind of create
1: the artwork. What would you say is a good starter deck? A good well, I mean you can't oh god. You can't go wrong with the Rider-Waite Smith deck. I mean, you really yeah. just can't. Like it it has so much symbology in it that if you study those cards you will come to understand the meaning behind each card very quickly I feel like
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: but another deck that I love is the wild unknown deck by Kim Kranz Mm -hmm. do you know that deck
0: I do that one's a very beautiful deck
1: yeah it's a it's a definite artist's deck gorgeous illustrations but I feel like it's a little more uh loose in its interpretation so if you're of the mind to just look at a card and say, how does this image make me feel? What emotions arise? I feel like that's a good deck to start with because you really can just look at it and kind of feel a mood or an emotion. Um, Yeah, so I feel like those are the two starter decks that I would recommend to somebody.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Um, because the reason why I was asking is how do you kind of just have like the mindset of building one based on like your feeling and your intuition and the way you kind of go about your life? Like, how did you kind of start thinking of like, you know what, let's just, let's make it, let's build a tarot card deck, you know, let's you know immerse (laughs) myself into the world of tarot and kind of just like build a platform for everyone to kind of just have a vision. How did you start
1: that? Right. Well, in all fairness to me, i i knew it would be a big undertaking but i didn't know quite how big of an undertaking it would be
0: um
1: i mean it truly i i only did the majors for my deck so far and it has been a two year process i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she actually described it as an all-consuming process and i was like that is exactly exactly right it it took up like all my time and energy for the past two years. So it's a huge commitment. Yeah. Um, but but really worthwhile. And I feel like if you're a tarot practitioner and you are using decks and you're like, wow, you know, there's something that I would really love to see in these images that isn't present in these decks, then by all means create it. You know, by all means set out and and put your authentic stamp on the tarot. I feel like That's such a beautiful thing to do and a beautiful way to express yourself. Um, For me, I knew I wanted to create a deck. I didn't know what the deck would be. Um, And when the pandemic started, you know, we all had a bunch of time in our hands and our emotions were crazy. So I was like, this is the time to to sit down and and figure this out. So I started um, with the moon because it's one of my favorite cards. I actually think it is my favorite card. Mm -hmm. Um, But because it was kind of where we were all at, at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, we didn't know what was coming. The world was a big question mark. Um, We just kept having to, to go forward and push through and hope for the best. Um, So I did the moon and then I did the star and the sun. So sort of the celestial trio and At that point, I was able to step back and see, oh, okay, these cards definitely have a a vibe. They definitely have a theme. And I realized, okay, I'm going to do landscapes. That's going to be this deck. And the concept came to me as taking the Fool's Journey and making it a literal journey where, like, the first card, the Fool, you see this stowaway standing on a dock looking at this big ship at sunset that they're about to board and in my head each card represents a stop along that journey that the stowaway might might see um and the moment that i kind of had that in my brain when i tell you that 20 out of the 22 cards were just there in my head like I could immediately envision them Mm -hmm. I'm not exaggerating it was like a Sunday afternoon and I was sitting there and I was like oh that's what this deck is um and it sounds kind of crazy but I was able to just shut my eyes and kind of see them in my mind's eye
0: that is so incredible. How did you... I know you said you you had this vision of 20 cards immediately. How did you kind of, like, remember all the imagery and kind of... Did you just, like, jot things down really quickly or what did you do?
1: I didn't even jot them down. They were just there. I, I like, I... It's hard to explain. I And I try not to analyze too deeply where it, where it comes from, whether it's, like, my own subconscious or outside of myself. But, um... I did make a vow to myself that day because I knew it was gonna be a long process, but I said, no matter what, do not deviate from these original images. Just put them down the way that you see them today. And that, and that was really hard actually to stick to, especially as the project drew out longer and longer. You know, we always think that we know better. And so yeah. there were so many times where I was like, well, maybe, this would be a better concept or maybe I should move this element over here or and every single time I had to kind of step back and say no 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 you're gonna put this down exactly the way that you saw it and that's what it is so you know when people have these cards in their hands the images they have in front of them are what I saw in my head that very first day
0: well that is beautiful um so when this deck does come out and you know listeners or you know people who buy them, how would you say you would kind of get them to read the cards or kind of like give them like a guideline or baseline of how you should start to read
1: the cards? Sure. Well, you know, I definitely have an academic like thinking brain. So I purposefully loaded these cards with lots of symbols and, and images and subconscious uh, like archetypes. Uh, and I include a guidebook that goes into all those things but at the same time I feel like this particular deck I want people to just look at the cards without without reading the guidebook at all and just talk about how they feel or what they see or what things jump out to them I feel like this is a really good intuitive deck um maybe because I put so many so many kind of like subconscious markers in them I just think that that people don't need any sort of guide to understand these images. I feel like they'll just be able to look at them and and understand what they're seeing.
0: Wow, that's incredible! Because I
1: mean, I hope so. I I hope that that that's the case. Um, I you know, throughout the Instagram posting process, I always asked people what they saw in the cards and it was so thrilling to hear people's interpretations especially when they were different from mine mm-hmm. I lived for that because people would would tell me things and they'd maybe like they would see something in the deck that that I hadn't seen and I was like oh that's that's so wild and interesting um the way different people's brains process things so yeah I just I just think people should dive in and you know what they see is what they see
0: that's awesome yeah that's the way I actually read my tarot cards as well I actually just don't Look up the definition right away. I kind of just be like, "All right, let's jot this down. How do I feel? What am I feeling at this right. moment? What do I see?" And you know, obviously, I you know something is really different. I actually look at the time and I see if I see like different numbers that they equate to the card. So, oh, how cool! Yeah, it's very. It's, it's a weird process when I read tarot cards. Um, no, it's not. I mean, it's probably it
1: sounds exactly exactly right
0: yeah so okay so let's um won't you tell us about the tarot deck a little bit further where can you get the purchase this deck when it becomes available
1: sure so um i'm launching the deck on kickstarter uh for a month it's gonna launch on Mm -hmm. um february 22nd uh it's a oh you just talked about numerology uh, you might be able to decipher this, but it's. I, I just realized somebody pointed it out to me this morning. I'm launching on two twenty two twenty two. Yes, it's an angel number. Is it? Yes. What does that mean?
0: Um. So before we have two 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 two, uh, we had zero two zero two 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 on the second, and that was a gateway portal towards um the divine heaven kind of vibes to that. And then the number Mm -hmm. two is symbology. It kind of goes from zero, one, two, to like 10. Number two kind of like symbolizes your lifeline. Like what kind of the beginning of your life. So Mm -hmm. the number two kind of just like, it's like the starter kick. So like, it's funny that you actually have your um, tarot deck launching on the second or the 22nd, because usually with twos, it's kind of like the full where they start their journey. Oh, Oh, I love
1: that. How that's really auspicious.
0: Yeah. So kind of when you launch it that day, definitely you're gonna get a lot of people saying, "Oh my God, you're launching an angel number," and they're gonna like freak <laughs> out because I mean that's definitely a day where a lot of things are gonna be happening. Um, I be- I don't know what the transitional astrology signs are gonna be happening for that day. I have to look it up and I'll insert it towards um. The posting on Instagram and everything but I know for sure that it's definitely a good day to kind of like unleash yourself
1: that's incredible yeah I had no idea that that was the case I was honestly totally random I feel (laughs) like one day I said to myself okay I'm ready to launch in about a month and I just looked at my calendar and four weeks today it was the 22nd yeah
0: that is so random and also good timing like someone must have just been like John the 22nd <laughs> right. of February 2022 let's do it
1: right whispered in <laughs> my ear or something
0: <laughs> i love it i love it um okay so what is the pricing for the whole package because i saw online that it comes with a guidebook um a block pouch and i believe the deck itself and um i i forgot what else was included
1: yeah totally so it's a deluxe package um It was really important to me after working on this project for so long. Um, I wanted every, I wanted everyone to have this package. I wanted it to be showcased in the best way possible. Like I didn't want to sell things piecemeal and then have like, have like a janky version with like a, like a little rundown looking bag or whatever. Like I wanted every version to be really nice and really polished. Um, I felt like I owed it to my artistic self to do that. And I feel like I owed it to all of, to my audience who had been there for so long with me following this process. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a deluxe package. It has the, uh, deck itself, which comes in a glossy tuck box and it's got a gold foil seal. And then that comes within a velvet pouch. It's a velvet and it's a double line black and silver, uh, carry p- pouch. And then, it comes with an eight by 10 hardback guidebook slash art book. So it's, it's almost like a coffee table book, like an art book. But mm-hmm. it does, like I said, have all of the interpretations of the cards. So you can use it as a guidebook. And it actually has a place in the back for personal notes. I included a bunch of pages where you can write your own interpretations and kind of create your own guidebook. Oh, wow. um, Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I, that's how I want people to approach these cards. I, I love the academics who want to look up the meaning behind everything, but I, I really want people to kind of uh, come up with their own feeling of the cards. Um, so that's what's included in the deluxe package. And the retail price for that is going to be $88. But on Kickstarter, I'm knocking it down 20% off, at least on the on the first day. And if you pre-order, if you reserve a deck, you can get it for 20% off.
0: Oh, my God. Um, that is incredible um so the 20 second it launches we're talking about 88 dollars and then 20 20 off on Kickstarter um yeah so it brings it to you, like
1: 70
0: I'm gonna if you want to send me all your links later to Kickstarter and everything so I could just post it on the page and everything to make sure that everyone knows where to go to pre-order because that's actually very reasonable honestly thank
1: you no. <laughs> yeah I a lot of I have to say, a lot of thought and consideration went into pricing it, um, and that just, that number just seemed right.
0: And also, eighty-eight is also an angel number. <laughs> 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 well, uh, and they come amazing. in threes, so eight, 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 eight. Right. So the number eight in numerology and angel numbers um, it means how to put this. Eight kind of symbolizes luck and prosperity oh. it um it involves in chinese um astrology too and the number 8 is actually very lucky to have in a home number so like if your address is like 2784 the number 8 is actually very prominent and it means that it's a really good luck house for you to kind of just like start your life um
1: oh, that's very cool
0: and also maybe it should add
1: 88 cents
0: <laughs> yeah you know what you maybe should 8888 that would be so smart or what you can do is you can what uh, astrology for Chinese Lunar Astrology as well. The number eight, if you can add up numbers to equate to eight, that's also very lucky. So if you have oh, like okay. four plus two plus two, it's going to be eight. Right. So two, four or uh, four, two, two. Um, so that's going to be really lucky, too. If you want to do that, you can do, um, you know, let's see, what would be $71 and like $71 flat. That'd be eight. That'd be really pretty, you know, or okay. you could just like equate different numbers. But I think $88 is very, very reasonable considering it comes with, you know, that beautiful pouch that you described and it involves that coffee table book style um, of like the, tr- the transition, like the transcription of all the cards and everything. So I think honestly, that is very, very reasonable because everything that's included, you don't really get very much when you buy a tarot deck for like 20 to right. the range from like right. twenty to sixty dollars because the guidebooks are like really small and you can hardly see the the print right And it kind of just the descriptions are it's not like I'm saying that like I'm not trashing on tarot decks. I'm just for some that I've received, Um, that I bought personally, the the guidebook is garbage. And, you know, it's just, I'm not, like, trashing, like I said. It's just, like, I just wish it was more involved. Because, like, you know, the price that you're buying for, you would think that um, it would come with something a little bit more sufficient. But, you know, I understand that not everything, you know, you can't always put 100% into, you know, making a ginormous book or, like, this really good companion with it because that's expensive you know, and like, I, I totally get it from an artist's perspective, but the fact that you're doing it at this price, I think that's incredibly very kind of you because Thank you. I know during this pandemic, not everyone has a job or they lost their job or whatever the case is. And the fact that you can give it to a price that is not only lucky, but also very, very like um, easygoing. So
1: that's awesome. Well, thank um, you. Yeah, I yeah, I totally agree with you about the guidebooks. But you know, I think a lot of it is what you said too about it's just very expensive to, mm-hmm. especially as an independent creator. Mm-hmm. Like that guidebook, the only reason I'm even able to make such a nice guidebook is because I have these this very loyal support base on Instagram and uh, on social media. So I knew that I had pre-orders, like I knew that I, I would have a certain amount of money coming in that would let me even consider that because mm-hmm. to be honest, producing books is not cheap. So I yeah. understand why so many decks come with like little paper guidebooks. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like the brunt of the production cost for this mm-hmm. package for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was going to ask you, how many co- how, how many copies of the deck are you going to make?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, to be honest, this is, oh, I should have mentioned this earlier. So this is going to be a limited edition, the Kickstarter uh, limited edition, I'm going to hand sign and number every single one, mm-hmm. um, which I may come to regret later, depending how many I sell, but we'll see, we'll cross that bridge. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, it's really going to be determined by how many people pledge on Kickstarter is how many are going to be in this first edition.
0: Okay. Uh, first off, have you received any orders just quite yet or not yet?
1: Um, well, people can go online on my website and make a deck reservation. So basically they put down $1 and it guarantees them the lowest price on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just did that for my own brain so that I have an understanding kind of of like how much of these things I'm actually going to have to produce. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, that's that's basically what you can do. You can go online and reserve a deck. Very cool.
0: Okay, John, um, if you want to plug in your social medias again, we're going to wrap up this episode. And then from there, I'm going to publish it today. And then we're going to spread the word of John A. Rice. So it's going to be amazing. Cool.
1: Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at J-A-R Studio NYC. And then my website, where you can reserve the deck, is www.jarstudionyc.com.
0: Very cool. Okay, guys, I'm going to plug in all his social medias on this episode on my Instagram. Of course, you guys can find me at WitchCast9. So, like I said, you can always can reach out to John, and if you find his Instagram and everything, or email him. Or, like he was saying, you can you know start the process of reserving a deck. I know I'm going to so uh, you guys just you have to check him out he's incredible so the fact that he can even have these visions and kind of just put pieces together to create this beautiful deck is beyond me so check out his instagram everybody and again thanks for listening and we'll see you guys in the next one